This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The Pittsburgh Steelers have their eyes on one position, and it's becoming a little obvious where they're looking. And down here at the Senior Bowl, it kind of leaves you with three options. And I think the Steelers are going to look at all three options, and they're going to make a choice. Not all of them are here at the Senior Bowl, but... The Steelers do have they do have a decision to make at left tackle. What's going on, everybody? I'm Noah Strackbein. Thank you for jumping on to Steelers to Go, your daily to-go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis. Find us on youtube.com slash all Steelers Talk or anywhere you get your podcasts. And today, well, it's becoming very apparent that the Pittsburgh Steelers are looking at a position here at the Senior Bowl. And at the same time, more options are becoming available for them outside of the NFL draft. And it's very interesting to look at where the Steelers are going to land when they make the decision at left tackle, or at least the left side of their offensive line. And right now, I think the three options are pretty good ones. The first one is obviously in-house. His name's Dan Moore Jr. Yeah, maybe he's not the greatest left tackle, but... He's improved, and he improved enough at the end of the 2022 season to feel comfortable if the Steelers make that decision to keep him as the starting left tackle in 2023. Is his ceiling super high? Is he ever going to be a superstar or anything close to it? Likely not. Really, the question is, if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, how much investment are you willing to make in a left tackle? It's the most important part of an offensive line. But are you okay with having a great offensive line and a somewhat average left tackle because if that's okay with them then they don't need to approach left tackle and they could stick with Dan Moore at least for the next season and see how it goes if they believe that that progress is going to continue even if they know and they have to be well aware that Dan Moore doesn't have a very high ceiling or a very bright future in the NFL filled with pro bowls or whatever other honors he's able to get Chances are he's just an average, typical left tackle who might start on a couple of teams, who might not start on other teams, and the Steelers just happen to be that team that he's starting on right now. At the same time, you know, you could judge Dan Moore however you want. He got thrown into a fire in a very bad situation. He moved from the right side to the left side coming out of college. He wasn't expected to start and then immediately became the starter for the Pittsburgh Steelers as a fourth-round rookie blocked for Ben Roethlisberger, then it was Kenny Pickett, an offense that couldn't run the football, who had a really, really bad offensive line. He came into his second season with three new starters. I mean, not ideal. Not ideal for anybody. 
but he did progress. At the end of the season, he did progress. That being said, Art Rooney made it very clear that, yeah, the offense got better, even though the bar was very low coming out of 2021, but they have to get even better in 2023. And I think the left side of the offensive line is the only way to improve that. Mason Cole had a good season. James Daniels was a great addition. Chooksakorafor is about to get paid big this year. You just have to think the right side is solidified. The center position is solidified. It's Kevin Dotson or Dan Moore Jr. And if you're going to replace one of them, you might as well shoot big and you might as well replace the left tackle. So how do you do that? Either keep Dan Moore, which is certainly an option, and I'm going to stick with that. I think that the Steelers will consider Dan Moore as their starting left tackle in 2023. But for how much time Mike Tomlin is spending watching the offensive linemen down here at the Super Bowl or at the Senior Bowl, you have to believe that the Steelers are highly considering their other options. And they have two of them. One of them is the NFL draft. You have names like Osiris Torrance, who have met with the Steelers. Cody Mock, who might not be a left tackle, but he's going to play guard on the left side or center, met with the Steelers. Dewan Jones met with the Steelers. Jared Patterson, who again is a flexible guy, met with the Steelers. Uh, Darnell Wright met with the Steelers. And the Steelers have made it clear, at least to Darnell Wright, that maybe they're looking at the left side of the line. Yes, Darnell Wright, and I spoke with Darnell Wright, and he said, yeah, some coaches have talked about making the move and how hard of an adjustment that'll be. He played one year at the left side at Tennessee, but mostly he's a right tackle. And you have to think one of those coaches that asked about the left side of the line would be Mike Tomlin and the Pittsburgh Steelers. So they're going to consider the NFL draft. The question is, it's a draft that doesn't have a bunch of big names on the offensive line. It's not a fully loaded offensive line draft like it was a year ago. Really, the options are kind of slim. And if you're going to pick somebody in the top 50, you might as well pick somebody at 17 because after that, you're taking a little bit of a risk. You're looking at a guy that maybe turns into something worth it, maybe doesn't turn into something worth it. And if you're going to pick a maybe with your second and third pick in the second round. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. I don't know. Not ideal situation for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think they're well aware of that. That being said, they're certainly scouting their options. And I think they're going to continue to scout their options. And they're going to do it throughout the entire draft process. The Steelers are going to look at guys and say, are you better than Dan Moore? Are you willing to take a risk on this guy in 2023? Because you have to believe that there is some risk coming into that and that you're going to take a chance that he takes time to develop and you have struggles on the left side of the line, even with a rookie who has a higher ceiling than Dan Moore. And whether or not that's worth it for a guy like Kenny Pickett and a team that's looking to make a Super Bowl run. The Steelers' expectations are not to go 9-8 and eight in 2023. Again, Art Rooney made it very clear. What do we have to do? We have to score more points and we have to win more games. 9-8 and eight's cool. Missing the playoffs is not. Not in the eyes of the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's a risk. You bring in a rookie, it's a risk. Always. Even if it's a first-round pick. And it's an even bigger risk if it's a first-round pick 
in a draft class that doesn't have a bunch of superstars on the offensive line. Then the final option is a three-time Pro Bowler who has made it very clear that the Pittsburgh Steelers are at the top of his list in 2023. I think it's super cool that the NFL is evolving to the point where players can campaign for where they want to go before they even hit the free agency market. I like interacting with these players. I like how you could watch and see their personalities and how they feel about the situation instead of just reading about, oh, this team is interested in this guy. This team's not interested in this guy. It's everything's behind closed doors. But when you bring that to light, it gives you an idea of how guys actually feel about the situation. Taylor Lewan is a guy that has some injury history. You don't know what the future holds for, for him, but he's making it very clear that he believes he's going to be a cap casualty for the Tennessee Titans. He's not even on the open market yet, but he's still campaigning for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He said that Mike Tomlin is the top or one of the top choices to play for in 2023 and that him and that locker room he believes would adjust well and he would fit right in the Steelers might want that they have James Daniels who's become a leader they have Mason Cole who's become a leader both guys are young and when you have a very young offensive line maybe you add a veteran presence to it in Taylor Lewan, who has proven success as a three-time pro bowler and you say hey look at our group can only get better if we bring in successful veterans who know how to teach everybody on top of that at the left tackle position. I mean, as long as Taylor Lewan stays healthy, he's more of a sure shot than any other option. The Pittsburgh Steelers have right now. The question is, are three pro bowls bigger than two ACL surgeries or are two ACL surgeries more of a concern than what three pro bowls be, bring? That's a question for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Either way, I think they have three options right now. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to highly consider all three of them, and I don't think that the left tackle position is as solidified as people think in one way or another. There's a lot of people out there that say it's a guarantee the Steelers will draft an offensive lineman and try to replace Dan Moore Jr. There's a lot of people out there who believe that the Steelers are just going to be in trouble and stick with Dan Moore and Kevin Dotson. I think they're going to consider their options. You looked at the Senior Bowl last year, and you could tell the Steelers were interested in a quarterback. You looked at the Senior Bowl the year before, and you could tell the Steelers were interested in a running back. The year before that, they found Chase Claypool. These guys know what they're doing down here. And to spend time, this much time, watching the offensive line, yeah, it's definitely a sign that they're pointed in that direction. But it doesn't necessarily guarantee that they're going to go rookie on how to upgrade their left side of the offensive line. It could mean that that's their one option. Dan Moore is their other option. And maybe Taylor Lewan gets a phone call and says, hey, we hear that you want to come play for Mike Tomlin. We hear that you're about to get cut. Or whenever he does get cut, we hear that you just did get cut. Maybe we talk about you coming to Pittsburgh. How healthy are you? Are you available? Do you think you'll be fine in 2023? What type of salary are you looking for? I don't know. The Steelers got options. It's a good thing to have options. And for those who are concerned about the Steelers' left tackle position in 2023, I'd feel pretty good about it right now. I don't know what's going to happen, and I think that if they stick with Dan Moore, it's not necessarily a bad thing for the Steelers. But they could get better. And having three choices to get better is a pretty good spot to be if you're Pittsburgh.